Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. And this is the 25th day of August, 2023. Coming to you from Glacier Bay National Park in Alaska. This is a kind of an exciting day for me today. Uh, number one, it's a, it was a pretty lousy news day. So I didn't have to spend near as much time, you know, writing the show this morning. So I got to come up here and actually sit and uh, look out the window, you know, for a little more time today. Um, I have seen a little bit of wildlife. I've seen one whale so far. Um, I've seen a couple sea otters. Uh, I saw what I'm reasonably sure we went around the little point back some miles ago. I'm pretty sure there was a moose uh, drinking uh, so it looked like it at least. Uh, we should get into uh, more whales this afternoon. Uh, so we're getting into into some good whaling waters. So that's kind of exciting. Do have a couple stories uh, this morning. We, of course, still have to look at the weather. That's getting depressing. But it does look like now we're not going to end up with Two hurricanes at the same time in the Atlantic. Now, there's a good chance we'll see one this weekend, though. We're going to talk about that. And one of the most depressing stories I've ever written on is we're going into chocolate chip cookie gate. Oh, that's the main story today. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Glacier Bay National Park. That and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. That, of course, is Eastern Daylight Time. I'm sure as hell at 11 o'clock here, I'll tell you that. It's like 7 a.m. here. But, yeah, I've been up since 2. All right, if you're listening by the phone, before I get to that, uh, today's National Banana Split Day. Uh, you know what, folks? Go out and have a banana split, especially you guys down in the hot areas you know banana splits not going to go so well in alaska but i might find one anyway but go have a banana split today for me if you're listening by the podcast welcome aboard uh you can always access the podcast via my blog which is accessadventure.net 
or wherever you get your podcast from to search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. So anytime you're listening to your podcast and want to hop over for the video feed to look at pictures or clips or interviews that I might be using on that day's show, there's always a link in the description of the podcast. So you can do just that. Just click it and hop over to the video feed. You can always hop back to your podcast. So. All right. Kenneth and Robin, I did hear from Robin uh, this what, last night, this morning. They're in Puerto Vallarta today, actually. Uh, but uh, Kenneth, interestingly enough, got one of those specialty desserts. You know, he's got their Princess Plus or whatever it is. And, and But he got one of the specialty desserts that came with the package. Look at that puppy. Kenneth probably gained 10 pounds already on this cruise. Of course, they're on the Emerald Princess. You know, they're selling from Los Angeles to the Panama Canal and then all the way up to New York. It's quite a quite a cruise. Uh, but they sent some pictures from on the Emerald Princess. This was actually a kid's track of some type. Uh, Robin said she hadn't seen any kids on it. As a matter of fact, there's only like six on the whole boat. So that's that's good. They were in Mazatlan, and it was a little toasty. 91 degrees. It felt like 108. I, I don't know if any of you have ever been to Mazatlan before. It can be, it, it gets hot there. This was, uh, let's see, that was the sunset. And then they got up for the sunrise. There was the sunrise the next morning. Uh, there's a golf course, of course, on the ship. And this, folks, uh, it's not just necessarily a picture of a bathroom, but Robin said that uh, they checked out the accessible bathrooms and they were all just like this, which, of course, that gives you, that's a, a transfer station if somebody's in a chair so they can transfer to the toilet. Uh, but that's in the accessible uh restrooms and they they do a really good job on the emerald princess as far as accessibility issues go and they're on an aft balcony so this was a look out the out the back balcony window for the toward the balcony from their cabin so in an aft balcony on the emerald princess so that's kenneth and robin is there Heading toward New York. Of course, they got to go through the canal yet. Be interesting to see how the how the uh, traffic jam is in the canal. If we've gotten any of that cleared up. All right, we've got to take a look at some weather here this morning. This is out in the Atlantic. We'll start off today looking at Franklin. Franklin is holding steady but forecast to strengthen this weekend. Currently, Franklin's about 215 miles east-northeast of Grand Turk, which puts her about 690 miles south-southwest of Bermuda. Maximum sustained winds of 60. Present movement is east-northeast at six miles an hour. The pressure 
is right at a thousand and dropping. Gradual strengthening is forecast, and Franklin will likely become a hurricane tomorrow or Sunday. Then in the Northwest Caribbean Sea and the Eastern Gulf of Mexico, a broad area of low pressure over the Northwestern Caribbean Sea near the Northeastern coast of Honduras is producing disorganized shower and thunderstorm activity. Environmental conditions appear conducive for gradual development of the system during the next several days. Tropical depression is likely to form late this weekend or early next week while moving generally northward over the Northwestern Caribbean Sea and Eastern Gulf of Mexico. Interest in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico, Western Cuba and Florida should monitor the progress of this system. Talking about 20% chance of formation over the next 48 hours and 70% over the next uh, seven days. So that's the first system that could possibly make it to Florida this year. Then in the central subtropic Atlantic, this is the remnants of Emily still hanging on. A trough of low pressure about 950 miles east of Bermuda is producing an elongated area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms. Environmental conditions are becoming less favorable for tropical cyclone formation and the low is expected to merge with a frontal boundary over the north central Atlantic by Saturday or Sunday. Formation of the next 48 hours is about 30% and 30% over the next seven days. However, if it does merge with that system, there's a good likelihood that Emily will finally dissipate. Then in the central tropical Atlantic, disorganized showers and thunderstorms continue in association with an area of low pressure located midway between the Cabo Verde Islands and the northern Lesser Antilles. This is what I call the trough. Environmental conditions could become more conducive for development in the next couple of days. And a tropical depression could form by early next week while the system moves generally northwestward toward the central subtropical Atlantic, 20% chance of further formation in the next 48 hours and 50% chance in the next seven days. All right, out in the Pacific, things seem to be picking up a little there as well, at least with one of the systems. The Central East Pacific satellite imagery indicates a low pressure system located well south of the southern tip of the Baja California Peninsula, which is gradually becoming better defined. The system continues to produce some showers and thunderstorms, and environmental conditions are expected to become more favorable for additional development of the system during the next day or two. A tropical depression is likely to form by Saturday or Saturday night. Um, while the system moves west-northwestward at 10 to 15 miles an hour over the central portion of the tropical eastern Pacific. 70% chance for further formation in the next 48 hours and 80% chance over the next seven days. 
finally in the south of southwestern Mexico, a trough of low pressure located several hundred miles south of the southern and southwestern coast of Mexico, is producing disorganized shower and thunderstorm activity. Environmental conditions appear marginally conducive for some slow development of the system, and a tropical depression could form during the next couple of days while it moves slowly northwestward or northward toward southwestern Mexico. Interest in uh, southwestern Mexico should monitor the progress of the system. 20% chance of formation in the next uh, 48 hours, 40% chance over the next seven days. Thankfully, folks, that ends the weather for today. Mercy. All right. I'll be back with the distressing news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. All right, folks, you know, we've just gotten over Pizzagate. That's when uh, Royal Caribbean, there was all these rumors and innuendos that they were going to start charging for pizza. And everybody just raised holy hell with Royal Caribbean. And finally, the CEO comes on and says, ah, time out, time out. No more business about charging for pizza. So what happens? Celebrity is charging for chocolate chip cookies. That's awful. Not only are they charging for chocolate chip cookies, they're charging $2 plus a 20% gratuity. So the cookies cost $2.40. They come nuts. That's what's happening on the celebrity equinox. And some of our, you know, our bald eagle cruisers uh, discovered this and, and started complaining about it. And it's just days after the tremendous uproar over the pizza business that now we have chocolate chip cookie gate. So, guests aboard Celebrity Cruises, Solstice Class, Celebrity Equinox have reported a new $2 charge for chocolate chip cookies with a 20% gratuity added, making the sweet treat $2.40. This may not seem like a tremendous, tremendous expense, but it's the principle of the new charge that is enraging cruise guests. Signage advertising the cookies reads, treat yourself to our warm handcrafted celebrity chocolate chip cookie with the fee detailed underneath. It's awful celebrity. What are you not charging for chocolate chip cookies? So what happens if the chocolate chip cookies gets cold, then they send it down to the buffet and you got old chocolate chip cookies down there? I don't understand. That's the news story today, folks. They're charging for chocolate chip cookies. I bet you, I bet you this doesn't last long. I bet they're going to come back and with this thing and says, oops, time out. That was a, that was a mistake. I mean, you know, what's next to, you know, nitpick us to death on charges. They're going to start charging for bread baskets at the dining table or maybe charge for poolside towels. <laughs> Put a meter on self-serve ice cream. 
charge you for ice buckets in the room? How about admission to the evening show? I don't know. What's next for some of these cruise lines? The chocolate chip cookies? Ah, that's awful. All right, and on the serious side of it, folks, <laughs> that's it for the news. A little weather and chocolate chip cookies. How's that for a simple day? All right, so I was going to talk a little bit about Glacier Bay. Oh, man, there's some snow. See, there is, even though the weather's nice. Let's see if I can get you a shot of that. We're just passing some mountains. That's uh, that white stuff up there. So, anyway. I'll get the camera back down here without screwing up the picture. All right, we're in Glacier Bay National Park. One of the cool things this morning about, uh, I was sitting here really at first light, um, having a couple cups of coffee because I didn't have to spend near as much time researching and writing stories <laughs> for today's show. <clears throat> so I did get to witness the uh, park rangers boat come alongside the Nordam and they unloaded some park rangers which I happened to see them a little bit later. There's three park rangers and they, they're traveling today with a photographer. But actually this morning, currently, it's, well, let's see if it's, is it, uh, no, it's 7.18. So it, at 7.30 this morning, uh, there's the park rangers welcome in the crow's nest. And then this is one of the things that Royal Caribbean, I'm not Royal Caribbean, I'm not on Caribbean, all in America does really neat. The, uh, there'll be a park ranger uh, talking on the, commentating on the ship's uh, camera up front, about what they're seeing here in Glacier Bay all day today. And I understand that's going to be broadcast in the rooms and possibly on some of the speakers. Uh, but there, there'll be park rangers literally all over the boat today. Um, the Alaska Geographic Park Store is open up in the crow's nest as well. So the scenic narration of Glacier Bay uh, goes until 1230. So that's, yeah, that's kind of neat, I think. Uh, we This morning... Let's see, that'll be 8 o'clock my time. So about noon your time, or Eastern time, we will pass Gloomy Knob. And outside, on the outside decks, they'll be serving pea soup. Not one of my favorites, but if it's cold enough outside, I'm, you know, I might have something to warm up. Uh, let's see, it's 10 o'clock, so that'll be about 2 o'clock this afternoon Eastern time. Uh, we arrive at Marjorie Glacier uh, about three o'clock at John Hopkins Inlet. We pass about, uh, let's see, I'll be about 3.30. We pass through Lump Plow Glacier. 
There's a junior ranger program for the kids. And, and then the rest of the afternoon, we're actually in a pretty significant marine wildlife watch where we have a good chance of seeing some sea lions, some whales, and who knows what else we can see as we get, as we pass by closer to, to land. So, I mean, we're sailing strictly today. We don't, we don't go ashore, uh, but we're going through the Glacier Bay National Park. So it could be a pretty exciting day for us. The other thing that's kind of interesting today is deck four uh, on the front of the ship will be open so we can get, as long as the weather holds, uh, we can go out there for viewing on the, on the front of the ship, which is also a little interesting. So just sharing with some of the things going on in the Glacier Bay National Park and tomorrow we're in one of the glaciers. And then of course, uh, Sunday we get into Whittier and I transfer down to Anchorage. All right, let's go see who's in the chat room today. Mike's with us. Good morning, Mike. Eric Kenneth. This is greetings from Puerto Joanne's with us. Hi, Joanne. Steve's here out in Kentucky. Good morning, Steve. Moose drinking a beer. Actually, the moose was drinking some of this water. That looked like to me. I don't know. Maybe he was getting ready to take a bath. Who knows? It was at a distance, but and I don't have binoculars because you know travel light as possible, so I really couldn't zone in on it. Of course, there was anybody around with binoculars at the time, but uh, that's what it pretty much looked like to me. Um, there's Em. Hey, Emily. Good morning to everybody. Gretchen's with us out in Ohio. Hi, Gretchen. Moose drinking a beer. What did I miss? Yeah. Well, I saw a moose earlier. Uh, we went kind of delved around a point in the Glacier Bay National Park. And sitting out on, on literally on that point was a pretty good sized moose. So I thought he was having to drink water, but you know. Joanne suggested he might have been drinking a beer, which is very possible. Emily says she missed that too. Sounds like a moose of distinction. Absolutely. I'd bring my damn chips ahoy. Yeah, I was thinking about that. And I wonder when they're going to not allow us to bring cookies on board or something silly uh anyway that's i really when i saw that this morning i got upset about it uh that, that, that's almost as ridiculous as charging for the pizzas but anyway that's just my thoughts on it so um i didn't in in, uh, in skagway yesterday i spent most of the day in Nate's office, which was really kind of interesting to see how he operates. And he was dealing with the airline, uh, some kind of a system for an airline in Columbia, 
Um, he was actually on the phone for a couple of hours. Uh, but anyway, sat there. We had a little, ordered some lunch in. But it was, that was kind of interesting. Of course, I'll be sailing with Nate next week. He'll be on the, the uh, Sapphire Princess. I'll meet him again on Sunday. So I didn't do anything else in Skagway yesterday uh, because I wanted Nate to see uh, my chair I, rather than taking the my scooter. I, I took my chair so you can see what we got to deal with on our excursions up there. And uh, it was a good thing I did because it was probably, you know, it was a couple miles uh, to his office. So, you know, by the time I got back to the ship, it's probably about five miles plus to it that I that I rode yesterday. So I have a lot more confidence in the, the length of time the chair will roll than I do scooters. Although I've never can't they never one time I ran out of juice on a scooter and had to get some assistance pushing it to the cabin to get it plugged in, but it doesn't happen very often. Uh, but anyway, the chair did fine. So, uh, and Skagway wasn't a bad role. I mean, they, they there was just one, uh, one corner uh, that the, the elevated sidewalks and one corner didn't have ramps back down to the street across. So I had to go, you know, around the corner and down about a half a block uh, to get to a ramp and then off, crossed over the street and got on the sidewalk on the other side and came back to that. So it's just one place that I had to go out of my way a little bit. Uh, the other intersections all the way through Skagway on the main drive of Skagway, they were fine. I did not make it to the Red Onion Saloon. Of course, you got the Red Dog Saloon in uh, Juneau and the Red Onion Saloon in Gagway. And I think I might have been wrong yesterday uh, when Dennis asked me about duck farts. I think that's in Juneau. I was thinking I was in Ketchikan but that was at the Red Dog Saloon. And one of the things when I, I haven't written it yet, but one of the posts I'm gonna do about that, I, I got to the Red Dog Saloon and went in, you know, they got the swinging saloon doors, went inside and there was, I had to be six inches of sawdust on the floor. It was so thick. I was afraid to drive the scooter in there that it would fire up or damage the scooter. So I just turned around and came back. Oh, there's Dennis. Hi, Dennis. So I'm just correcting what I probably said wrong yesterday about the, the red dog and red onion. So I didn't go to red onion yesterday at Skagway. I was on the other side of the street and I was tired enough. I wanted to get back to the ship. So I did have a lobster dinner last night, which was outstanding. 
and the appetizer was another uh, fresh salmon chowder. This was totally different, but it was a cream base, just like the salmon chowder I had in, where was that? In Ketchikan? No, that was in Juneau. No, that was in Ketchikan. Ketchikan had the salmon chowder that was just to die for. Then in the main dining room last night, we had, they had salmon chowder, which was equally as good, but a, a totally different taste. But both were the, you know, they're, they're a creamy base, not a watery base. But man, that chowder, goodness gracious. So after I had to bowl the chowder, I couldn't have eaten a whole lot more than, oh, of course, I can eat lobster tails no matter how full I am. But the, the lobster was too, got two nice tails, two about five ounce tails. Uh, and they were really good. And then I had lemon meringue cheesecake uh, for dessert, and it was really good. So I've, I've enjoyed the food so far on the Nordam. Uh, it meets all of the normal uh, Holland America expectations. I'm looking forward to, uh, to today spending some time outside. So I'm going to, I've got a sweater on, obviously. I'll get geared up for being out in the wind uh, a little bit but do a lot of uh, investigating here, unless it gets to the point that the inside uh, camera, if it's really cold, I can come in and watch it on TV. So, but there's just, that's not quite the same. All right, guys, so that's gonna wrap me up for today. I am, Thankfully, I don't have to get up so early tomorrow, which is nice because I've been getting up at ridiculous times to get ready for the show every day. So I can sleep in a little, which means I've maybe I'll make it past dinner tonight before I go to bed. At any rate, I'll probably uh, talk to you when I get to Anchorage. Uh, on Sunday afternoon or evening. And then I'll be in Anchorage three days and then go back up to Whittier and get on the Sapphire Princess for the cruise back to Vancouver. So for today, that's going to wrap it up, folks. Uh, as always, thanks for being with me. Appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up. And if you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Doesn't cost anything, helps the channel out a lot. And it also, uh, uh, you can hit the bell notification. I'll tell you when I go live or when I post a new video. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. You guys have a phenomenal weekend. I know I'm going to. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Later, y'all.
I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.